Who would you like me to start with? Travis Burke. Daddy Travis Burke. No. no. Ooh, wow. What? What, That's now? what I meant. That's what now? What I meant. I thought we were talking about Graham. Okay. Travis. What? Wow. Freudian slip there. Hey everyone, welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a Hallmark Review podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today we're kicking off our Girls Gone Hallmark summer series where we're watching and reviewing fan favorite movies. Today we're reviewing the Mystery 101 pilot, which originally aired on January 27th, 2019. If you want to catch up with us outside of the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram where we are Girls Gone Hallmark and Megan and Wendy. You can also jump into our Facebook group, Girls Gone Hallmark. Just lots of fun over there. Or you can send us an email, meganandwendy at gmail.com. Or jump into our DMs on Instagram, which Megan already mentioned, Girls Gone Hallmark. If you want to see the full lineup of movies that we'll be watching so you can watch them ahead of our reviews, that schedule is available in our show notes as well as on our website, which is where our show notes live, meganandwendy.com. We have the summer planned out. All of these movies are available on the Hallmark Movies Now app, so for easy watching. Yeah, I wish they were paying us to promote the right. app. <laughs> I, they don't have all the new movies, but they have so many of the old movies. Like every movie we wanted to review was there. So mm-hmm. if you just love Hallmark, it's not a bad get. I will tell you, though, I find their interface a little bit sloppy because when I go to search Mystery 101... It doesn't come up. I agree. I have to search Christopher Palaha. Oh, I just searched mystery and then I had to scroll down through 800 movies because there's so many of them. What the heck? Why is it? Why is it like that? That was bizarre. I agree. Let's talk some news and notes for Mystery 101. Mystery 101 has a Wikipedia page. Thank you to the hardworking folks who have put that together. And according to that page, the movie we're reviewing today is the first in a series of seven. I knew there was a series. I didn't know how many there were prior to watching this movie. And the last movie did air in 2021. So between January 27th, 2019 and 2021, they produced seven movies <laughs> That's a in lot the for, Mystery 101 franchise. That's a lot of movies. It is. A lot of movies. Christopher Palaha did give an interview with Just Jared earlier this year in regards to an eighth installment. And he said, we love telling those stories. And whatever the network decides, it's inconclusive. He adds, there's always been conversation about number eight, but there's no, like, official word. And I I did see some commentary from fans online saying, you can't leave us hanging like that in movie seven. So I don't know what happens, but. Yeah, apparently it's a big old cliffhanger. The fate of Amy and Travis, Travis. hangs in the balance. Yeah, I don't like when series do that. They leave a big cliffhanger like that and then don't wrap it up. I need a nice bow on the end of it, you know? Did you ever watch the television series Jack and Jill? Oh, that's a real throwback, Megan. I think it was only on one season. It was. Start Amanda Peet. Yes, I did watch it. It was on that left a major cliffhanger. Oh, God. You still remember? I don't remember. I do. It has stuck. You know, you have those shows that you just wish they would come back for a second season just to wrap things up. That's the one. I felt very heartbroken by the loss of that show. I always confuse, and this is ridiculous, but the main actor in that series 
always reminded me of Tom Brady. Like they look just alike. Oh, yes. <laughs> anyway, it also has like Simon Rex, doesn't it? Wow. I don't know where I'm pulling these names out from. Wow. That is a deep cut. I mean, Amanda Pete went on to do quite a bit. I think that was like 2011, by the way, is when this show came out. Sarah Paulson was in it. Jamie Presley. Oh, yes. Sarah Paulson. Yeah. <gasps> wow. Ivan Sergei is mm-hmm. the Tom Brady lookalike that you are referring to. That's right. It says they had two seasons. Oh. 32 episodes. Am I wrong? Was Simon Rex not in that show? No, you were right. Anyway, back to Hallmark. Yeah. Back to Hallmark. Jill Wagner plays Professor Amy Winslow, and she has 31 acting credits, including six episodes of the MTV prank show Punked. Huh. Yeah, way back, like way when that when that show was on. And it looks like her first Hallmark movie was called Autumn Dreams from 2015. Apparently she was also the host of Wipeout. Oh, yes. My family loves that show. Well, <laughs> ever me, watched it? Side note, we have a family friend who was on that show and he was hurt significantly. <gasps> I believe it. It looks like he could... lifelong disability. Yeah. Really That's hurt himself. That's horrifying. And I believe it because those people fall in ways that are unnatural Mm -hmm. i think he was bouncing on like one of those big balls or something you know what i mean big red balls i mean it's funny to watch funny to say not funny when you're hurt for the rest of your life yeah exactly oh no anyway moving on all right christopher palaha stars as detective travis burke in this movie he has 77 acting credits and his very first wow in 2001 he was dylan in the team vampire drama angel for one, ep- for one episode, it wasn't. Uh, he, was a, he wasn't a recurring. So I was never a, a Buffy fan, but that's a spinoff of Buffy. Is that right? Yes, I watched both. I loved Buffy. I loved Angel. He has two movies coming up: Harlan Coben's Shelter and the hotly promoted A Built More Christmas. I'm looking forward to that for the Hallmark Channel. I can't wait. I feel like I've been counting down the entire year for that movie. I know they filmed in January. So exciting. I feel like we could get a second Christmas movie from Christopher Palaha with that. He's like, I got time. (laughs) Throw me in one of those October filmings. Can I also add here, and this was like prior to watching this movie, you know, I had read that Jill Wagner was in it. And I thought it might be, I was confusing her with Lindsay Wagner, the bionic woman. <laughs> you thought we were gonna have a May December romance situation. I didn't I didn't really know what to expect. And then when I saw, like, I was like, oh, Jill Wagner, that's not who I thought it was gonna be. And then I had to look it up to see, like, they are two completely different people. Indeed. Indeed and I was are. like, was that her mom? Nope, not her mom either. <laughs> no relation. None. Nope. Robin Thomas plays Amy's dad, Graham Winslow, and you want to talk about an impressive resume. Resume. This guy has 137 acting credits listed wow. on IMDb. And I got to tell you, when I started the movie, I recognized his face immediately mm-hmm. from the old soap opera, Another World. Oh, wow. Another deep cut. Okay. So I had to look it up because I was like, I was a child, right? When uh-huh. that... Uh-huh. soap opera was on or was on regularly in my home and he played a character named mark singleton from 1983 to 1985 two years how do i remember this i was eight years old it imprinted on you that much totally he's also been in a slew of other things including a movie i was probably too young to watch called summer school did you ever see that 
Have Courtney Thorne Smith. Oh, my husband watches it literally every year at the be- in the summer. Every year. I actually quite like that movie. Yeah, he's in it. He plays like a principal or a vice principal in it. So next time it's on in your house, you're going to have to look for it. Yeah, I can totally picture him. He's a kind of the villain in that movie. Oh, interesting. He's been in Who's the Boss, Fuller House, Damages, tons of other things, CSI. He was a welcome sight on my screen when this movie started. We'll talk more oh. about that. Oh, okay. Exciting. Sarah Dugdale plays Claire Tate. And as this movie opened, I thought, wow, that face is so familiar. And I immediately pulled up IMDb and realized that I am recognizing her from her role as Lizzie on Virgin River, where she plays like a 19-year-old temptress. Oh, boy. (laughs) She's, it's just such a remarkably different role. There's a young, impressionable boy on the show that she falls for and She's a little bit of a troublemaker. It's just so different, but hmm. I really like her. Hmm. I've never seen Virgin River. I, can't, I don't think it's, it's like for me. Slightly edgier Hallmark. A lot oh. of people, a lot of people say like it's like watching Hallmark, but it has a little bit more of an edge. Well, I like ever edge. so slightly more of an edge. <laughs> I like edge. Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe too much. Okay, so I asked some questions on our Instagram about this movie because you know the Palaha fans really love this Mystery 101 series. Yes, they've been yelling at us for a while about it. Right. So my first question was, do Travis and Amy ever kiss? Of course, spoiler, they don't kiss in this episode, no. this this pilot movie. I This is another side note. They call these episodes, but it's a, they're movies. I don't like that either. So I wanted to know, do they kiss? And apparently these two do eventually hook up, but it's a slow burn. Yeah, I figured we were going to get that answer. Much mm-hmm. like Tom and Goldie. Oh, I have lots of notes about Tom and Goldie. Oh, okay. With this movie. The next thing, the fans wanted to know what our first impressions of the main characters were. Have you put any thoughts together on this? Indeed, I have. Okay, let's go. Who would you like me to start with? Travis Burke. Daddy Travis Burke. No. Ooh, <laughs> wow. What? That's what, what I meant. That's what now? What I meant. I thought we were talking about Graham. Okay. Travis. What? <laughs> wow. Freudian slip there. So my first impression of Travis Burke is that this is such a different palaha than the one I know from movies that we fairly recently watched, like We Wish You a Married Christmas, that soccer movie we didn't love so much, even A Dickens of a Holiday. He's softer in those movies, kind of like dad, husbandy. He's in this, came across as more of a tough guy detective. He does this smolder to Amy's dad at one point. And I was like, whoa. And I can see now why the Palaha fandom is so devout, which is not to say that I didn't enjoy him before, but I see why this series is the one they turn to and they go, no, 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 no. You need to see him as Travis Burke. I'm going to agree. I'm also going to add that hair and that voice can do no wrong. Yeah. And I even wrote down, it's funny you mentioned Smolder. I, in my notes, I, I wrote, there is a sexy Smolder and I'm here for it. The Palahas are on to something. They certainly are. And I, I understand the fandom, the, what's the word I'm looking the for? The Palaha After Dark fandom, so to speak. Oh, okay. I wasn't thinking about that. No. But I was oh. thinking about how you got your Tyler Hines fans who are so into him because he has a sexy smolder about him too. But this character of Travis Burke is an equal match, I'm going to say. 
A thousand percent, I co-sign that statement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about Amy Winslow. Okay. The thing Jill Wagner stands out the most to me, when I think of her, I immediately think of her role in the Evergreen movies. And I think she's fine in those movies. Those movies are very classically Hallmark, and take that however you want. She, in my opinion, shines here in this role. I feel like she's supernatural as a professor, as a, quote, consultant to the detectives. (laughs) This more serious role, I think, suits her so well. I think she gets to shine as, like, the smart, serious, super hot girl. Mm -hmm. And knowing that this is seven movies, I feel like this is a really good pairing between the two of them. And I am excited about them. Wow, we're so on the same page because I wrote down, she's kind of a pest, but a very intelligent, beautiful pest. Oh, look at that. Yeah, I I like this role, this like smart, intelligent woman who Uh has something to offer. And what about Graham? So I got to say my suspicious detector is going off here. Oh, could he eventually become a murderer in one of the future movies? No, I refuse to believe that's true because what I wrote is I found his presence on screen to be so soothing. Oh, as like a really nice, supportive dad with a side of silver fox yeah no (laughs) look he is credited in all seven movies so i was really happy to see that we are gonna get more of him it's gonna break my heart if he becomes a bad guy girl i don't know i'm bad at this kind of stuff (laughs) could he be anyway Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah i enjoy him too we didn't do a synopsis Let's do a synopsis and then our first impression. When a college student is found dead, English professor Amy uses her crime fiction expertise to unravel the case faster than Detective Travis, who ends up working with Amy to catch the killer. And your first impression of this movie? I feel like this is what Curious Caterer wants to be, but it isn't quite there. I hear you. My first impression is simply, I see why everyone was yelling at us about this movie now. Mm. So what did you like about this movie, Mystery 101? So I'm always a fan of the mystery crime drama movies on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Yeah, that's a lot of M's in that sentence. (laughs) I find myself more invested versus like a regular Hallmark movie because in the regular Hallmark movies, I've come to anticipate what will happen in those where these ones kind of like throw me for a loop. I never know exactly. And It's probably because I haven't watched that many. I'm sure there's a clear, you know, formula it follows. I do want to talk about that later. Oh, okay. I'm always like pleasantly surprised with how much I like these. I agree with you. My favorite review of this movie from IMDb is, this is the best of the mystery series I've seen. The acting is good. There are no weird wigs to distract. And the leads have chemistry. I look forward to more parts in this series. Their wigs comment just made me laugh. I agree with you about the mysteries because I think they bring something that the other movies don't necessarily always have. The mystery keeps me watching. I would like to know who done it. Mm-hmm. Me too. Although I'm real bad at figuring out that part of it. I would like to talk about that too. Yeah. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna, later on, I'm going to tell you who I thought my number one one suspect was oh okay is this not a perfect character for chris palaha to play god really i i'm like i think you actually are a detective who moonlights as an actor it's a role for him he is perfect in it and i wonder this is just me wondering is this a stretch for him like i you know i've seen him in a handful probably three regular hallmark movies so now i'm like 
well, I need to check out a full catalog of his work because I want to see what else he can do. Like, is this just like a total natural fit to play this Travis detective guy? Or is it a stretch for him? Yeah, that's a great question. And what roles does he feel most comfortable in? Mm -hmm. Right? I honestly could see this movie series turned into a television series. Mm. Like, I would be here for that. Like a weekly? Yes. Mm. Yeah, I could... I could get on board with that, too. What else did you like? I would say knowing that we get seven movies in this series, I love the setup of so many character arcs. I think if we were to have watched this in 2019 as it aired, I would be left feeling like, wait, I want more of Claire and Bud. I want more of Grant. Like, tell me more about them. Knowing how much more we get and knowing that these characters are in multiple movies, I feel like, okay, I'm okay with just the setup here and not the full payoff Mm -hmm. because I feel like we've got time to get to that. That's a good insight there. Would you continue watching this series? I totally would because I feel like the fandom did not let me down on this one and I need to see their relationship play out. You'll see something in one of my wishes. Okay. Hey, Jill Wagner... Yeah. Incredibly beautiful. But I feel like she gets the hallmark yearbook make under in this movie Mm -hmm. versus her pictures on the internet, I'm going to say. I think in this movie, she was very beautiful. I really liked her outfits too, got to say. But when I see pictures of her on the internet, she's just gorgeous. She's absolutely stunning. Well, let me ask you this. Why don't we see her in more hallmark movies? I don't know. I'm kind of surprised by I it. I mean, when you think about it, she made seven Mystery 101 movies over the course of three years. So it's not yeah. like they weren't using her. But since the last Mystery 101 movie, she hasn't been in a Hallmark movie. I would think the fans would be calling for her to be in a movie. She's been in a Christmas movie. Last year, she was in a movie with Cameron Matheson, which was not for the Hallmark channel. Uh-oh. Oh, let was, me find out what network that you're on. Yeah. Merry Christmas. I, oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. It is possible that this movie was acquired. It says, more acquired Christmas movies coming to Gak family. So I do not think this was a movie that was made for that network. Because we have, we could have potentially blown the lid right off this thing. As, as to why there is not an eighth movie and why she has not been on the network. Potentially. But potentially. Maybe not. She was in an ABC Family Christmas movie in 2021, for what okay. it's worth. Let's what else did on. you like about this movie? I like these two together. I uh-huh. There's a definite obvious attraction between these two characters, and I can, can appreciate it. it wasn't all like fireworks at the end. Yes. Instead, there was like this like sincere relief that they had each other and I kind of liked that a lot. As much as we complain, this movie took place over a series of weeks, right? And we complain about that in other movies where they rush Mm -hmm. into the relationship. I think as much as I want to see some heat from these two, they're going to make us work for it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hey, so there were a few funny lines that I really quite enjoyed in this movie. Uh Uh-huh. One in particular is when Bud calls Travis Trav, and Travis (laughs) says, don't ever call me Trav again. And I laughed out loud. It was so quick. Like, you might have missed it, but it was really funny. And there's another scene where Amy's totally crashing in on the crime scene, and Travis is like, ugh, what is she doing here? I love that these mystery movies 
give a little bit of a nod to the dummies out there who maybe aren't paying close attention throughout the movie. They're like, we know sometimes this is a background movie for you. So let me give you a synopsis of all the characters and their motivation. And they did this this time with Amy and Alden in the car when Alden's driving with a gun pointed at her. And she breaks down all of his motives and why people did things and how he was caught and what react what actions came as a result of his actions i was like thank you very much for this 90 second synopsis of everything i might have forgotten why all these characters were involved a little baby recap in case you nodded off yes <laughs> in case you got confused or were folding laundry instead of paying attention hey what i really liked at the beginning was we got a, a remake of men at works who can it be now yeah <laughs> Yeah. And I actually really like that opening scene with he's like the motorcycle and the music. It like drew me right in. And I was like, is that Palaha on the motorcycle? Of course it wasn't. <laughs> I liked that opening. Kick him over the edge of the cliff. I like when we get a little of a grit on our Hallmark movies. Me too. Me too. Me too. Are you ready for what you wished for? Yeah. The first thing I wish is for someone to DM me and let me know what movie these two kiss in. <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe I can just skip ahead. You want to skip to the uh, potentially. You're, you're not into the slow burn. You need the action right away. Some, sometimes I do. Okay. Like, is it movie five or is it movie three? Right. Like, I, <laughs> big difference here. Okay. Uh, what I wish for is this had too many suspects. You, you wish for that? fewer suspects. Yeah. Because when this happens, my brain kind of like fritzes out and I just want to go to the end and find out like who did it. Yes. And I would also like to note here that I was way off with who I thought. Oh, who did you think? I thought it was Bud from the beginning. I was like, oh, nope, that guy is super suspect. Oh, from the class? Yes. It was not him. It was not. You didn't think this had too many suspects though overall? I think that's honestly pretty typical of these movies and mysteries movie there's lots of misdirection and while we're talking about this i'll tell you that i have a question it's in hallmark movies is it always the person you least expect because that is the assumption i go into these movies now like they just misdirect 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 and in the last movie we watched it was the nice assistant who was the bad guy the paul campbell cases of mystery lane and in this movie I was like, oh, it's Alden because he's this guy who has the access. He's everywhere. Nobody's paying attention to him. I didn't have any idea what his motivation was. But very early on, I was like, he's way too involved to not be involved. That's interesting. Yeah, I didn't pick up on that. And nobody was looking his direction. So neither was I. (laughs) When I read a mystery novel, I never have any idea who it is. As far as I know, they didn't talk about Alden's child being sick until he's being accused of being the murderer. No, girl, they talk about it way at the beginning. He's installing like security cameras and they exchange, Amy and him exchange like a they have a conversation. He asks about her mom dying and then she asks about his sick kid and he shows a picture on his phone of like a bald child. The one he shows later. Oh, yeah, uh, my brain erased that moment. Mm -hmm. This is where I was like, is this mystery or misery here? Because like, let's exchange our sad stories. I'm like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you think if Professor Amy wasn't involved, would Travis have been able to wrap this up on his own, like more quickly and efficiently? Oh, I thought you were asking a different question. I don't know, because she did seem to be pretty helpful. 
she had a lot of insider information about people on campus that mm-hmm. I, it might have taken him a longer time to get to. Like, I get that, it, like, it sets up, like, their working relationship for future episodes, but I know it's kind of like, and here's where I draw a parallel between this series and the Curious Caterer series is that we have Goldie who, like, fumbles into detective work uh-huh. where, like, she's not supposed to. And it's kind of the same with Professor Amy is like she's like stumbling into helping him out. Yeah, I think that's the perfect parallel. I mean, I felt like she was very helpful and at the same time shouldn't have been there when he's questioning the suspects. Why is she there? Mm -hmm. There's multiple times when they find Lacey and they're questioning Josh. There's no reason for her to be there like playing the good cop bad cop role with him like she's no cop (laughs) she's teacher (laughs) so like the bad cop good teacher role it felt like well this has got to be an egregious breach of police protocol here totally but she does offer a lot of insight that travis might not have had without her Mm -hmm. i i will just say i found her less intrusive than I find Goldie's character as much as neither of them belongs where they are I think Amy's character is a more natural fit yeah that's fair yeah all I can think of is Goldie is like coming up behind Tom and like Tom watch out for that whatever and then Tom (laughs) turns around like a doofus and yeah it's it's like watching the three stooges together I mean I I like those movies here's like a stupid wish for I wish Professor Amy was teaching true crime instead of crime fiction. Oh, interesting. Only because I don't read a ton of crime fiction, but I am invested in true crime. And I feel like crime fiction could be like almost fantasy a little bit in terms of like anything can happen. Whereas like a true crime, actual true crime, like follows. Do you get what I'm throwing down here? Not really. Yes. I mean, and Travis kind of throws that at her. He's like, this is an actual crime, not something written in the pages of a story. Mm-hmm. So, yes, and a writer can make anything happen. Right. That's that's what I was trying to say. Exactly. Interesting. On that same point, I said I wish I could take a crime fiction class because – not because I have any interest in writing crime fiction, but I think it might be an interesting way to understand like maybe I would be a better reader, a consumer of crime fiction if I understood the tropes and the setup and the structure that crime fiction writers follow. Because when I read a crime fiction novel, I'm like, oh, I wonder who did it. And then like we're three pages to the end. I'm like, oh, that's a total surprise. (laughs) Didn't see that coming. Mm -hmm. Interesting point. Finally, I wish the actual criminal, what's his name again? Alden. I wish he wasn't motivated by having a sick child. Mm. Because, okay, look, parents of ill children can act out of desperation. I'm not Mm. suggesting that this is the way to do it. But I just wish he had a different motive. Yeah, so that you would dislike him more? Yeah. Like, truly make him like a bad guy. Make him murderous because he is evil. I don't know. Well, that's another thing. Again, we're pretty new to the Hallmark movies and mysteries. But even if you just look back at the most recent, like the cases of Mystery Lane, her motivation was like justice for her sister. Mm -hmm. Is this a running theme through these mysteries where they try and humanize these bad guys by giving them some sort of backstory that makes you not just completely write them off? So IMDb had a couple, did you see that's right there for us? Do tell. 
Professor Winslow tells the detective she can tell he was married by seeing the mark on his forefinger, which is not your ring finger. <laughs> I misspeak all the time, but I don't have an editor in my life. To... Isn't there some sort of supervisor that questions <laughs> those things? That's funny. And Travis says, okay, but I got to cross my I's and dot my T's, which <laughs> certainly is probably something I've said before, too. But script supervisors exist for a reason that's funny well even the actor you would think would like go wait wait that doesn't that line doesn't really work or i say things on this podcast and i don't hear myself say it until i'm editing it i'm like wow that was the wrong word like i just Mm -hmm. completely say the wrong thing so Mm -hmm. yeah that's really funny Mm -hmm. good catches imdb let's rate this movie and then i'll ask this question okay i gave it four stars Oh, Megan, I gave it 3.75. Oh, we're flipped from earlier, yeah. the most recent review. So here's my question. 3.75 is a good review. Like, that's a sign that you enjoyed this movie. Yeah. Do you find it sometimes harder to review movies that you kind of enjoy watching overall? I find it harder to pick out the elements of things I didn't like. I'm going to throw back to The Wedding Cottage was a movie that I felt was very easy to watch and I enjoyed it overall. And the but when I sat down to review it, I was like, hmm. Yes. What was it that I really liked about it? Yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of Girls Gone Hallmark for the complete lineup of the movies we will be reviewing this summer. Please visit our website, meganandwendy.com, where you can find all of our Girls Gone Hallmark show notes. If you love this podcast, we love your five-star ratings and reviews. Hop into the Apple Podcast app, tap the five stars, and let everybody know why you love this podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.